0: What's going on, folks, and welcome into the Sports Tree Studio for this episode of Third and Long. I'm Connor Roundtree, and I'm jacked up to be here this morning to break down the 2023 Divisional Weekend. And we're going to preview all four games, give you our best bets and our picks. For each and every game, we're going to start in chronological order, because that only makes sense. Starting with the Saturday afternoon game, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're going to jump right into this by... By breaking down this matchup, and granted, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're coming off the third biggest comeback in the history of the NFL playoffs. That's huge. But the momentum stops right now. They're taking on Patrick Mahomes. All right, Mahomes led this Chiefs offense to the most points scored per game this season, the most yards per game this season, the second most efficient team in the red zone, and the second most efficient team on third down. And here's a bigger note. The Jacksonville Jaguars are horrendous at covering the tight end. As a matter of fact, they have the third highest rating given up the tight ends this season. Q Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. He's going to pulverize these guys. Look for him to have himself a day. And here's a couple props that you should be aware of. His anytime TD prop plus 130. Make sure you get on that right now. His his receiving line over 75 and a half yards at dash 125. On the other side of the rock, KC gave up 33 passing touchdowns this season. That's good enough for worst in the league. Meaning, Trevor Lawrence is going to have opportunities. The Jags are going to put up some points, however. They're just not going to have the same opportunities they had last week that they had against the Chargers, right? Andy Reid isn't going to shoot himself in the foot. He's not Brandon Staley. He's smarter than that. He's been here before. He's won the Super Bowl before. He knows how to coach these games. He's not going to take his foot off the throttle. I like both these teams to be very impactful with their passing games, both quarterbacks. Could easily hit their numbers. However, best bets. I'm looking for Travis Kelsey. I like the over on the 53. I know that's a lot of points, but I have this game coming down to 38-24 Kansas City Chiefs. I do like the Chiefs on the money line in a parlay spot possibly, but that's a lot of points to cover, especially with how bad the Chiefs passing defense is. Again, the most passing touchdowns given up in the NFL with 33 this season. Heading into Saturday night. This is the toughest game to break down for me. Because it's just so many points to ask for. The number's up to eight points. And that's why I'm kind of leaning towards the Giants. But if you're an Eagles fan... This is some good statistical history for you guys the the eagles have just simply dominated the giants uh, for over a decade now since 2010 the eagles are 20 and 6 against the g however the giants are fresh off their best game this season they just went into minnesota exercised some demons they beat the vikings and the giants are 5-0 against the spread in the last five games the eagles on the other hand are 1-4 against the spread so for reference, the Eagles were 7.5-point favorites when, when these teams met at MetLife in Week 14, and the Eagles beat the breaks off the Giants 48-22. to 22. They were 7-point favorites that game. They're 7—they're 8-point favorites now, pardon me. So clearly there's some recency bias from how well the Giants have been coached, And I think that also has something to do with maybe Jalen Hurts is a little banged up. All the more reason why I like this game to stay close. And the Giants' ability to run the ball is going to be key to control the pace of play and limit the Eagles' offense and mitigate those deep shot risks that the Eagles can possess with their deep shots with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown on the outside. And look, here's another fun fact. Just for for the Giants fans out there, They've won just two games this season when they failed to rush for 125 yards. So the narrative speaks for itself, right? And while Shaquan Barkley is the running back, it all starts with Daniel Jones. And while he was at, he was timid at times last week, he came through looking as poised as ever. He looked great last week in that win. passed for over 300 yards and, well, he, he was dropping Danny Dimes on the Vikings. That is the Vikings secondary. Arguably the worst secondary in all of football. The Eagles, on the other hand, they led the league in sacks and in turn have a dominant pass defense. They take away time and space. It's going to be tough for Daniel Jones to move the ball in that same fashion. He's going to need to do it with his legs. At the end of the day, eight points is way too many points to cover in a divisional smash-mouth playoff football game where both teams have top five rushing offenses. Both teams are going to want to run the ball to control the pace of play, meaning the clock is going to tick. Meaning I don't think there's going to be many points put up. So I like the Giants with the eight and a half points. I like the Eagles to win it outright on a money line. Dash 325, not the best stuff. But if you want to mix it into a parlay, I understand. But the Giants plus eight, I like that spot. And I like the under, 40, the under 48 and a half. The clock will tick and the under will look better and better as this game progresses. As these two defenses collide, they're going to punch each other in the mouth. Lots of runs. And as I said before, like the Eagles to win this one in a low-scoring affair. Eagles 20, Giants 16. All right, folks, flipping the page to the Sunday slate now. Cincinnati at Buffalo, and here's a fun fact for you guys. Joe Burrow is 7-0 in games below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. The Bengals have also never lost to the Bills in the playoffs. Oddly enough, the temperature in Buffalo on Sunday is supposed to be sub-40, and the Bengals are playing the Bills. Bengals betters Please stand up. No, but in all seriousness, if we look at this game, the Bengals, um, their, their injury report's not looking very good. They lost Jonah Williams last week with a dislocated kneecap. Ouch, uh, that sucks. And that's their third straight week losing a, a starting offensive lineman. And well, that may be the that may be the end, especially for teams like the Chicago Bears. Let me remind you what happened the last season. What the what 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 the Bengals were able to do last season without an offensive line. They went to the dang Super Bowl. Joe Burrow was getting hit on every other play. They still got the job done. So if there's any team that has some holes in their in their offensive line that I think can overcome it, it's these Cincinnati Bengals. Now, on the other side of the rock, Bills just gave up 40 or 30 points to Miami. To a third-string quarterback. Are you kidding me? The Bengals will pulverize you. And it's not so much their defense, it's the fact that Josh Allen can't take care of the football. In his last three home games, they barely beat Miami twice. They snuck by New England, and he has seven turnovers in his last three home games. If you turn the ball over to the Bengals, it's game over. Joe Burrow, he's cold, baby. He's cold and he's good in the cold. He will ice this game out. I love the Bengals at five and a half. I think both these quarterbacks are going to have to throw to extend the field. I think there'll be a shell over top, so it's going to be quick passes. And which team excels at with quick passes? It is Joe Burrow. Man, those guys, those Bengals, those three receivers are the best trio of receivers in the NFL. He gets the ball out so quickly to those guys. That will mitigate the risk from the offensive line. Yes, the Bills had a bunch of sacks last week. However, look... Joe Burrow, he's going to get the ball out of his hands really quick. Look for Joe Mixon to get involved in that receiving game. And I'm taking the Bengals to win this game outright. You can get that ticket at anywhere from plus 185 to plus 200. Do your shopping on sportsbooks. And then I like the Bengals plus five and a half. And the final game of Divisional Weekend, sees the Dallas Cowboys head out to San Francisco. And I like the Niners in this one. They've won 11 straight since acquiring Christian McCaffrey. Mr. Relevant Brock Purdy is getting it done. And while Dak didn't throw a pick last week, he led the NFL with 15 interceptions and just 12 games played. That's right. 12 regular season games played 15 picks to lead the league. He played six less games, sorry, five less games than other quarterbacks potentially. That's terrible. The Niners on the other hand, well, they co-led the league with 20 interceptions on defense. That's not a good recipe for Cowboys fans. We just talked about turnovers and I think those turnovers are going to be essential in this game, especially when Nick Bosa is on the other side of the ball. Nick Bosa led the NFL in sacks this season. If he can get after Dak Prescott, disrupt the timing, and make him force those passes, look out for the San Francisco 49ers. I like the Niners to cover the spread, and I like them to do it pretty emphatically as well. A couple props to look out for. Chris McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. He had 115 rushing yards last week on just 15 carries. Not to mention, he works as a receiver as well. George Kittle, well... He's been on fire. He has seven touchdowns in his last five games. He's not the only one on fire. I mean, San Francisco's whole offense, they've scored 37 or more points in four consecutive games. So Dallas' defense is going to be put up to the test, and I really like the Niners to go in and get the job done. And if this game does remain close, Robbie Gold was four for four last week on kicks, nailed three extra points, and hit the field goal. The Cowboys' Brett Maher looked like Charlie Brown out there. He missed four extra points. If it comes down to a kicking contest in a close game, I rest my case. Niners win and cover the spread. All right, folks, before we get out of here, we have to give you this week's trivia question to get in to win a pair of NFL tickets to see any team you want play live. But before we ask you the question... Just a quick reminder: We only have two uh, two shows left after this week. So you have this week's, epi- uh, this week's episode to answer the question and get into the trivia, uh, the into the raffle to win the tickets, and you have next week's show. After that, it will be the Super Bowl preview show, and we will be announcing the winners on that show. All you have to do to get in to win the tickets, go to SportsTree.ca and answer the trivia question. Boom, hit submit, and you're in to win. We will ask another one next week, and you will have another opportunity to win. If you want to upgrade your chances, upgrade your subscription, and it will upgrade your chances at winning. Now... Let's go for it, folks. Here is your trivia question for this week: Which two teams were involved in the infamous Tuck Rule game on Divisional Weekend in January of 2002? It's Divisional Weekend. Why not ponder over one of the most famous Divisional games of all time that that really led to a, a modern day dynasty? There's a clue for you guys. I'm Connor Roundtree. Enjoy the football.